Hey y'all, welcome back to yet another podcast. If you are new, welcome. If you are not new, welcome back. For those of you that do not know me, I'm Sarah Payton Webb, but most of my listeners know me as SP. And this is the latest talk on psychiatry. I was a psychiatrist that focused on and mainly worked with the Generation Z population, which are people ranging in ages anywhere from 6 to 24. My job was to talk to, diagnose, and medicate those who need help. I first really became interested in mental health after being in Hope Squad during my time in high school. It was just a class that really locked down on creating a safe environment for those in the school. It was also a class that taught me a lot about the basics of mental health and different types of disorders that my peers might be struggling with. Highly, highly recommended. I then went on to graduate from NYU, which has one of the top 15 psychiatric programs in the country, after I gained my master's and PhD at the University of California, San Francisco School of Medicine. I now mainly go around educating others on the newest research projects I've been working on, whether that be through presentations or podcasts like this one. The research I'll be covering today is, does genetic testing in psychiatry help the overall outcome a patient has? Most of my research has come from my colleague, Dr. Benjamin Margolis, who is a psychiatrist specific in this kind of testing that we are focusing on today. He is here with us to answer a few questions. So I'm just going to ask the question that we've all been thinking. Why are we trying to enforce the study of this right now? Well, the biggest goal of using these brain studies for patients is to eventually be able to decide on a medication right away for the patients based on needs and not just trial and error. Many, many psychiatrists have to medicate patients multiple different times without knowing how their bodies will react and just, you know, hope for the best. This new research that is undergoing the testing phase could help reduce the chances of needing this trial and error process. We are hoping to be able to predict how quickly or slowly your body processes a medication. We will be able to predict how much or how quickly you may process metabolites associated with the side effects and then go on to predict which medications might get along best with your body. Thank you so, so much for coming on today's podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. Oh, of course, anytime. We do, in fact, have a second opinion here today for this new research. Here is the editor for The Recovery Village, Darren Christopher, who did a piece on this topic recently. Hey, SP, it's great to be here. After the research you've done, what are your thoughts on this topic? See, I'm definitely here to support these new studies and can second everything that Dr. Margolis has brought to the table. On the other hand, though, there are several limitations to brain scanning techniques. For example, the brain will not show off all the same abnormalities for each diagnosis, meaning that there can be many different causes for each brain defect. Next, while brain scans can be very beneficial for those 
with only one type of mental illness, it is way less effective on those with more than one. Lastly, like any other illness, it can be hard to identify these brain abnormalities during the early stages of the mental illness and would need time to progress before being able to know what is going on. And now a word from our sponsors. Bank of America makes banking easy and convenient. We have spread awareness for mental health and have put out amazing resources for our staff and those using us as their own personal banks. Bank of America, we're in this together. We're here to help. You can learn more about this topic at therecoveryvillage.com and look up brain scans. This is a great website for information on all kinds of mental health topics and there's a helpline number attached to the website as well. As usual, if you see someone you know struggling with overpowering mental illness or suicidal thoughts, please call 911 or the suicidal hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255.